never know dating with Danny Bevins. My brother's never been married, is no kids. He's been trying to explain dating to me for years. Now he's bringing people into the studio to try to explain modern dating to a guy that hasn't been on a date in 25 years and has been married for 20. So can they do it? Can they explain dating to me? Never. No. Dating with Danny Bevins starts now. So I wanted to tell you guys that I just got back from Vegas. And while I was in Vegas, my wife came to visit me. And my wife and her friends went to a dispensary. What kind of dispensary? There you go. <laughs> well, in Vegas, marijuana is legal. Oh. Recreational legal. Like, don't need anything but money. So she went with her friends. Now, you th think about these 40-year-old women in a, a marijuana dispensary. They said everybody else was like 20. And uh, I wasn't with her because I, I was doing a show. And she comes back and I go, so tell me about it. And she goes, well, we went to the reefer store. And I said, well, Great story. first of all. <laughs> Unless you, uh, unless it's 1974 and you're actually in a Cheech and Chong skit. Uh, I don't think reefer is what we call it. But it turns out that it was the Reef Dispensary is what it's called. Reef Dispensary. Oh, it's like a brand name? Yeah. And she said, oh, it was so neat. And, uh, it was, you know, it was a beautiful store. And I said, uh, so what did you get? And she said, I got a bath bomb. And I'm like, so you were in a store surrounded by weed and you were like uh, uh you got anything that makes bubbles to lavender <laughs> lavender yeah yeah there you go cbd bubbles. induced yeah. lavender uh, bath bomb there and then the best part is her friend who is a doctor mind you a doctor asked the the young woman there said to her she said well how can i help you and the doctor said well i'm having a little pain here on my hand and it kind of goes up my arm and I, I'd like I'd like something for that. Do you have anything for that? And the girl went, uh, yeah, all of it. Yeah, weed. all of it. <laughs> <laughs> this would be your section right here. See this all. see this whole store. Yeah. <laughs> it's all for the <laughs> It's like, hey, I just really like feeling high. Yeah. Uh, do you have anything for that? <laughs> it's just such a different you know what I mean? Like, it's a different world. It really is. In the world that she lives in and the world that I live in, are, it's just, I mean, even living together, you know. But the collision at that store, you know, with her world and its world. Yeah. Yeah. Is, that's, and, and then, but she got a her bunch of bomb. mothers walking in there and just yeah. like, oh, this is. Every time I'm out of state and there's like uh, marijuana dispensaries in the state that I'm yeah. in, I always like to pretend that I've never smoked weed before. And I, <laughs> I get them to like explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. Well, then they really have to do their job. Right? Yeah. I have a friend who lives in Denver and she works at a dispensary. And every once in a while, I'll be like, what stories do you have for me today? Because <laughs> there will be people like they just now passed a law where you can only buy a certain amount. But she's been working there for some time. And so there would be this guy who would come in and he would just come in with a duffel bag oh and my just God. buy as much weed as he possibly could. And then he would hit his limit. He'd leave. Another person would come in with the same duffel, duffel bag. bag. Wow. He did this all day long. Yes, yeah, so they transfer Absolutely. it out of state right. to a, you know, a state that doesn't have legal weed. I mean, yeah. But they're not even trying. You know what I no. mean? They're just, they're just like, yeah. I thought it was weird because now in Vegas they have, a, um, they have signs everywhere in all the hotels. You can't smoke weed here. Can't smoke weed. Don't smoke weed in your room. Don't smoke, you know, because you can't get that smell out, out of anything. You, you know what I mean? I don't know that it, 
lingers. It doesn't linger, but, but it the, stays in that in the hallway. You can smell it yeah. and all that. He's got to blow like, it into not a, on your patio or your um, balcony. You can't do it on your balcony. Oh, that's ridiculous. And then that is ridiculous. And then if you have the bag out, they make you put the bag away. Hmm. Well, of course it's ridiculous. But what it is is these idiots have are ruining it. It's like yeah. anything. You get we get right. we get a little bit of this, and then they go. And my, my favorite stories are the stories in Denver about people doing edibles, and they clog up the emergency rooms because they all go, "I can't breathe," and they're Anxiety. like, "Well, yep. you, yeah, you can. You're breathing. <laughs> you're breathing you're, right now. Right. You're just all up in your head, and you did too much. See, that's and too And you're high. a fucking moron. That's too high. Vegas, yeah. Vegas trying to impose rules on the visitors is like <laughs> yeah. completely yeah. counterproductive in Vegas. Yeah. Vegas is like the place where the guy snuck like fifty rifles into his yeah, hotel room. Exactly. Uh, they exactly. shoot. They shoot porn on a regular basis in yeah. all of the rooms. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Everywhere. But keep that's the weed away. I can't away. smoke yeah. a keep joint. The weed away. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's changing. It's coming. It's coming. At least you guys have dispensaries. Now. At least it's See, adult there. I've never been to a city where I didn't have weed and I didn't need it to be a dispensary so I know uh, but you you're willing to do the thing that he brought that, us up. Not everybody's <laughs> willing to do. I I just think it's. You Sometimes. know, it's like in California when they were like, are you going to get your medical marijuana card? And I'm like, no, fuck you. I'm an adult. I don't need a card to tell me that I can do something with a plant that I want to do. You know, and I, I, I just that just pissed me off. But I should have because now I realize these edibles, man, the way they can make you feel are just, I mean. If it's right, you know, check it out. But if it's the right, it's it's a medicinal and, and, and it's uh, it's good for you. I you think know, I'm going to get for your heart. Good for your I think I'm going to get the card here now. You know, I think I've fought it for a long time. Cross all that stuff out, actually. No. What? Yeah, I just don't know what you can say that, you know, it's actually going to, you know, help. You know, I believe it does. So, I, you know, let's let's say that. But oh, I, I mean, believe it's good for you because it lowers your anxiety. And, you know, if you took a little toke before a date, you know, I, that uh, probably. No, bad, bad idea. Don't go to a don't date. Don't get high, high before a, gate, a so date. I have gone on a date high and I've gone on a date with someone who was high. And what happens is whether you're they're smoking or drinking or whatever or everyone's sober, you need to be at the same levels. Sure. Because if not, then your perception of that person and that person's perception of you is not going to be accurate, like at all. Right, right, right. So, because I I smoked all the time in college, like I was just like wake and bake that kind of gal. Um, and so, uh, anytime I would meet someone, I would smoke because I would get anxious, and I felt like that would help. But what ended up happening is I would always I would always meet these people who were not stoners, so that I would just come in just like. Cheech and Chong. <laughs> right, so, right, dude. Yeah, and I'd be like, you're going to buy me five tacos right now. Like, it's <laughs> happening. And it never fully lined up. And on the inverse of that, I met a guy once. It was like a Tuesday, like, ramen date. I was, I'm not proud of it, but I did used to set up dates when I didn't have enough, like, money for groceries. Um, <laughs> so I, I would be deal. like, I'm a woman. The patriarchy has taken everything from me, but I deserve a <laughs> free bowl of ramen good. today. The dating meal plan. Yeah, I did have one. Yeah, for sure. So I would call it my free Tuesdays, and I would go on all these, <laughs> these Tuesday dates with people from bathing apps. And this guy walks in, and uh, I, I was sober, and he was not. Yeah, and uh, I always went to the same like fa place, and the ladies always knew me. They probably thought I was a whore. God bless them. Right. Um, and so like, <laughs> and so like, 
he sat down and he was so like weird with the servers and like got lost in the bathroom. I mean, when I'm saying he's high, like I almost drove him home. Like, oh he my was, god! Like wow. incapacitated, he started falling asleep when we got our food. Oh, um, wow. Yeah, he was like that. Sounds like he's really, on heroin. Really That's high. rude. Yeah, yeah that I sounds didn't, like he's on heroin. No, I didn't mean sense. like three. Uh, uh, you know. Uh, glass bong rips yes you know I, i'm talking i was just talking like a little bowl maybe like a little, a little toke little, little toke little one little toke just to yeah, but you're to not ease. a different person when you're high daryl you're not a different are you a different person when you're high kind mm-hmm. you are oh golly yeah i mean i uh oh, golly. yeah i'm white can you tell um yeah no i uh i especially now because i don't do it really right. anymore but um, when you were doing it on a regular basis did you feel like you were because I can't tell when Daryl's stoned. See, that's... But it may be that I've never met him when he was. That's, that's because what, I'm always... That's yeah. what's happened. That was me. Like, I... just I, don't remember back that far. Right. Like, I had people in college who, like, um, my last, like, month in Tallahassee, because I went to Florida State, uh, I realized that these people had never met me not drunk or high. Oh, <laughs> so, wow. Because, like, that's the only time we'd see them is, like, late at night or, like, we would go out and party and whatnot. And so I worked as a waitress and I met the, these group of people who I like know and I considered friends, but we were all sober. And all of us had this brief moment of like, hello, like the conversation felt different and everything. Um, but yes, now that I'm not like, like, I don't really drink, I don't get drunk anymore. And like, I'm a two beer gal. I'm like, ooh, I feel warm. That's like how <laughs> much I drink now. Uh, and I don't really smoke. So I, I notice a big difference. Like if right. I were to get drunk or I were to get high, I definitely feel like I behave differently because that's not my comfort zone. I feel much better just being myself sober right. than being myself high. So you would say, I, I, I guess what I'm getting from this is don't put yourself in a state where you're a different person on yes. a date, right? Yes. Because you're trying to fight the, because most people are trying to fight nerves, I would mm. guess, right? Absolutely. It's like a lot of people that need to drink before they get on stage or smoke before it they is, get on it, stage. It, it, it yeah. is being on stage. That's what it is. So think about the first couple of times that you went up on stage, did an open mic night. That's what a date feels like to some people. Right. And they don't know what to do to get away from that. And somebody that makes them feel calm immediately makes them open up and really feel comfortable. See, if they can calm the situation down. Just what? like open mic comedy, you have to keep going up. You have to keep going on dates to get rid of the nerves. Right. True. <laughs> Absolutely. But I don't know, like, um, I know you're saying that, but I, and I'm sure there are people that do that, but when I went up in the beginning, when I would go on stage in the beginning, I didn't do anything because I was, my thought was I've got, I've got to have my whole head to be able to deal with this moment. You know what I mean? And you really do feel everything. But you don't know that you feel everything until you, you know, you get to that stage where you're like, I'm going to have a drink on stage. And then all of a sudden you start to go, oh, this is nice. And then that gets out of hand because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, you're ending shows with the guy in the back going, well, I guess that's Danny's show. You know what I mean? Because, yeah, well, no, it's the like, same thing because yeah. on a date you'll, you'll see somebody take, uh, you know, four shots and it's like, wow, this guy's really, you know, getting you know, drunk, he's trying to find a place where he's comfortable. Right. Uh, you, you know, people usually are not, you know, drinking shot after shot after shot, but a tiny toke or a, or a shot of beer or a shot you, of beer. I'm sorry. 
Well, sh- hey, you could do a shot of beer. There's 100 shots of beer. Uh, I don't think it's going to do anything for the you. The carbonation would be <laughs> hey, horrible, man. If you guys want to do 100 shots of beer, we can, we can do that. Try that. 100 shots of beer in 100 minutes. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's just a yeah. six-pack. That's all I don't, it is. Yeah, I think in 100 do, minutes. Yeah, I think you can do less than 100 shots of beer in, a, in 100 minutes. I think you can do yeah, it. Yeah, everybody like always gets hour. sick. Yeah, yeah they do. They're all going to get Everybody, everybody gets, gets drunk and Everybody gets drunk, yeah. gets drunk wasted, Well, but you don't want to be drunk on a first date. You know, I mean, no. unless that person. And you don't want to be high. How do you know? Like, and you don't want to be different. But you, we've talked about the apps, and on the apps, you're saying that you're you're coming out straight up and saying uh, marijuana leaf, whatever, right? So that's got to be expected that you're showing up um, high or. Okay, hold on. Is that if true? You made it sound like. Daryl's walking up to these women going, marijuana leaf? Marijuana. <laughs> marijuana, yes. Marijuana <laughs> leaf? That's the only but question. it's on the app, right? I know, but just the uh, phrasing I feel like of you, it was if you put it in the, If you put it in your profile, like you better show up with weed. Like, oh, if you that's, right. yeah, no, that's profile, true. That's like, true. You better have well, I think we got you. that from Katie, right? Yeah, I mean, Absolutely. it's like, I'm here to smoke your weed. Yeah. <laughs> but there are plenty of girls that say, I don't want smoking of anything. Right. You know? Right, right. And, um, but then you would not... Date them, right? No, like, I'm, I mean, not, I'm not going to. I'm not going to. Because why start that if it's not. No. You know, it doesn't make yeah, any sense. exactly. So, I, was, I won't smoke Do you anymore. have anything just... that you're like in your dating app where you're like, this is a no? I don't oh. fucking want you. If you're doing this, I don't want that. I mean, I get like meth and shit like that. I'm not talking about that. Uh, that's like four episodes for me. Um, no yeah. meth users. She has to put it in the profile now. Yeah, <laughs> right? I want to update yeah, that. Like I mean, I, I I would I would go on a, a dates with someone and not smoke. You, you you know I don't have to I don't have to smoke on. Oh, dates. I understand that. So so but if they're uh, but if they're, a, a, if they're I would just tell them. Look, I, I I would just tell them I do smoke, but right. I won't smoke on our dates right. if if you want to still hang out. But otherwise, you know, I understand. I won't smoke around you, but. You know, that but would I be know my... that, but, but wouldn't that be a no, like, right away? If they're opposed to marijuana, look, what are man, you going to do to... Look, at this point, everything's a no, right? I mean, relationships are not working. Finding someone is, is very difficult anyway. So I, I think that lo- loosening the reins uh, is more comfortable, you know? Right. And, uh, like, I don't care what your political views are. And I w- wish that people would stop putting them on the, on the sites, you know, because... We're already not going to get along on things. Now right. we're now we're adding political to it right away. Now we're adding don't smoke pot to it right away. I don't care even if, I mean, I don't want you to smoke cigarettes, you know. I don't right. want you to around me really, you know. But if you smoke cigarettes, I don't care. I mean, I'm not going to stop you. It's your life. I got to worry about me. I don't have time to worry about you. I know. So as a resident young person yes, on this podcast, Go. Uh, there is a... Uh, I'm going to talk about TikTok. Just unpluck your assholes for a minute. Um, I love TikTok. Thank you. Uh, So there is this trend on TikTok called the ick. And basically what happens is anything that someone would consider unattractive, they call it the ick, in which that person is no longer attractive to them. So it can be something like they smoke a cigarette and then like young people go, ugh. Or it can be something hyper specific. Like I saw one where someone was like, I'm trying to put on a take off my hoodie, but my shirt runs up. Like that's an ick. Like something. Oh, really? Sure. sure. It's not even fair. Right. So it's hyper, it's hyper specific stuff. But it it can be like there were some people, because I was in that mindset for a long time. Uh, I felt like I was really, really picky. I mean, that doesn't line up with the ramen stories, but it's true. I was pretty picky uh, as far as pursuing like an actual relationship with someone. 
And so I was a huge stoner in college. And actually, when I started talking to the person I'm now dating, they do not smoke. Right. They did not smoke at all. They did not like enjoying smoking. Uh, they were more of a drinker. And even that, they weren't really a drinker. And I thought that was going to be like a deal breaker for me. Because I was like, I'm going to smoke weed. Like, I'm going to smoke weed around you. I'm going to smoke weed at night. That's how I sleep. Like, whatever. And so every time I did it, I would, like, hit my pen and I would, like, apologize to him. Oh. And he would be like, you don't have to do that. Uh, I love it. <laughs> you I love it. You don't have to. Yeah. Like, cool. yeah. I don't like it for my brain, but, like, if it's cool for your brain, that's great. And then I, I was fortunate enough to, to enjoy being around him without being high, which had never happened to me before. That's cool. I, like, really only thought that I could have the most fun with someone when I was under an influence. Right. Um, and then he was like, no, I like all of you. I was like, oh, shit, fuck, you want a date? He was like, yeah, and then we knuckle-punched. Uh, awesome. It was pretty solid. All right, is it, do I well, not think know about what knuckle-punch means? Is that a thing that no, I... knuckle-punch. No, I mean like a literal knuckle-punch. Oh, punch. see, you you guys say these things, no, and no, I she think it's like some sexual thing. They didn't go thing. to the bed, bedroom and go yeah, knuckle-punch. Punch, yeah, I don't you know? know what it... No. It sounded... Give her the old like knuckle-punch. Knuckle-punching. <laughs> All right. I, well, I let me ask you this. Yeah. Let me go, let's go deeper on this, because we don't have much longer on this episode, but I love that we got to this naturally because I, I dig what you're saying, Daryl, about, you know, let's stop saying what you can't, you won't have or what we, you know, but what about certain things? Like it would seem to me, my wife is uh, somewhat religious, mm. but she's not crazy really. Now our mother is kind of yeah. crazy religious, right? But in a good way, I think, right? But I think that that would be something that I, I would, I would want to talk to, talk about in the beginning because if you're going to be one of these people that's trying to save me all the time oh, that's God. not going to be a world that i'm going to be able to live in absolutely you not. know right so, so some of those things don't you think that they're like to me the you're right about politics you can take out but if your politics are to an extreme level i think you should know that like if you're a QAnon believer and and you're dating somebody who's not a QAnon believer that's never going to work out right? I, I i play basketball and chess <laughs> and swim all right I, and i just don't think that uh and 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 surfing is now becoming my right you know my my new my new thing and i just don't uh if i expected a woman to do all of those things it would be awesome it, it's going to be mind-blowing you know right, right. okay but until then uh i'm not going to judge every woman and say you you must fit into this category i'll, I'll date somebody who's opposed to me uh, uh, politically, we get to debate. We get to talk about what's going on. Yeah, we get, I get to actually I, talk about it. We, yeah, you know, instead of instead a, of shutting this shit off, let's there, talk. There was yeah. a couple that I knew, uh, and I don't I don't think they're together any longer. But they um, they never talked about politics, dating or whatever. They're married for like two years, and then and then the quarantine happened, and she found out that her husband was a racist. She wow. didn't know that. Yeah. She didn't know because they never right. talked about it before. Right. And then all of a sudden they got to talking about it. It's like, oh, this guy, no, he's he legit doesn't <laughs> like black people. Well, yeah. Like, there was clues. Yeah, there must have been, right? Was like, she black? Lock your was door. that like, no, lock no, your door. Oh, damn, that would have been great if she's just like, come on, meet my family. And he's like, absolutely I not. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do you mean? <laughs> so that's like, you know, that's that, that's something I think you should definitely know about. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's, there's got to be little things that you know i guess i didn't i didn't know any of that about chris 
you know, I fell in love with her eyes and the way, the way she talked to me. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? And the way she made me feel. Right. Fuck so, off. That's so romantic. <laughs> oh, but it's true. I mean, it, it, that was what it was. There was none of this. Mm. So you didn't, and you didn't talk about politics. I think, I think one of the first times she realized like how I could be, like I could get mad was like Iraq. And you know what I mean? And she was like, okay, yeah. you got to settle down. And I'm like, we're about to lose a lot of people. I'm not going to, you know. Mm. And I would watch the Sunday shows and watch all the names and everything. She was like, mm. you have to stop doing that to yourself because you're just, you're driving yourself crazy. But we weren't on, we were on opposite sides either. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We're pretty much in the same vein. Except for like with religion. I think that's one of them where she's more religious and I just, I'm not. Now, you know, I think with a, a lot of people, like I'm not an atheist because I don't know. You know what I mean? I just think that, I, you know, I can't imagine that I could ever comprehend something that could create the universe. We can't. And then I could, I could say, and he doesn't like gays. You That's know what I, I mean? Love, like, I love all, when people say you're he? wrong. God you know never I mean? said he was against homosexuals. It was people who wrote letters that did. Exactly. Um, <laughs> just clarifying. Just to throw that in there. That was never a saying. That Somebody who studied the, the Bible is hey, with us, people. My name's Kai. My dad's a pastor. And there's a lot of stuff that was wrong that the Catholics wanted. So you would spend gold on shit. Um, just saying. Taylor, Taylor Tomlinson has a, has a great one-liner where she's, she's like, I still believe in God because if he's not real, then I've just told a lot of secrets to the wind. Yes, like, that's like, good. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's beautiful. That yeah. sort of aspect, I really, yeah. Yeah. I really, uh, I totally understand. Um, I think what, what at least I have found both in examples and in my own experiences is that you need someone who is going towards the same destination as you. Right. And then the other stuff, you learn what's important by doing. So I have been with partners where uh, they considered themselves a writer or an artist the way that I would consider myself as well. And so I was like, great, we're going in this one destination. But then they would have different views. And uh, like family's a big thing for me. Right. Like I yeah. have two older brothers. I love my parents. Like I'm seeing my papa tomorrow. Like I'm a family gal. Right. Uh, and so I would choose my family. I would prioritize them over this person. And they could not understand it. Like, at all. They were like, this is dumb. Like, you see them all the time. Like, let's hang out. That wow. kind of thing. But that didn't come up on a dating app. Like, right. that was something where you're like, oh, hey. You have to find that out. Right. And then I didn't even realize that that was such a priority for me. Right. Because I just, I think a lot of us assume that everyone else thinks the same as us, especially someone you're attracted to and you spend all this time to. You're like, of course, we're on the same page. And then you turn the page and you're like, okay, you're in a different chapter. Uh, this is right. not correct. Um, so you just you just learn by doing. I, I do enjoy, I think, uh, someone who is open-minded. Daryl, I'm sure you're the same way. So even if, like, you do have a very set group of ideals, if you're open and accepting other people, I think that tends to but if match. You, but if you had that on an app, are you open-minded? Everybody would hit that. They do, and the, even the close-minded people. It is do, on, but because they what I'm feel saying. like they're open-minded. Yeah, I want oh, it. It is on an app. It is so. Uh, you, have, you can say that you're closed-minded. No, you can't. How do you do that? <laughs> you, can you say you're racist too? I'm closed-minded. I'm racist. I'm an idiot. They have a different app for that. I'm well, sure. Well, yeah. you go through Check your this photos. Check this box if you're a, a fucking idiot. I was about to say something that was really bad, but I'm not. Look, we are. This is a good episode. You, you're out there. What is it that uh, you know that 
you wish that you knew about somebody before you went on a date with them? What is the things that we should be saying? Should you take a toke before you get on a date? You know, you can you can email us, you can call us. We've got that voicemail set up. What Love are the ways? What are the ways that you have gone on a date that calmed you down? Yeah, did it work and did it not work? Right, you know, and, and, and what's you know, and what do you what do you think? Tell us the stories. That's fine. I will say this about it because Kai, I've gotten this a lot with people like. You know, you don't know if you believe in God or not. You're the foxhole thing, right? Until, yeah. you know, until you're in a situation. And um, I realized um, about two months ago, I was on a plane that that we dropped like 10,000 feet and the the uh, oxygen masks came out and you could see everybody tense up. You know what I mean? And uh, But I found out who I was because my hands were in the air and I was going, <laughs> John Jay is over here producing. Kai is right here on my right, being uh, this amazing human being as as much as Daryl is. My my never knows. Although uh, Kai's in a, in a nice relationship I now, am. but we're I'm dating but, a person. Yeah, and a really cool one too. So. Yep. Hey, thank you for listening to us. This is the Never Know Podcast, uh, dating podcast with Danny Bevins, and uh, we really appreciate it. If you'd like to comment, complain, point out errors, or tell us about your dating experiences or ask questions, you can reach us at neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. That's neverknowpodcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 727 386 9098 727-386-9098. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. The music for Never Know Dating Podcast with Danny Bevins was written by Derek Bevins and Francis LaBelle, a.k.a. Frankie Ramone. Lyrics by Daryl Bevins. Recorded and produced by Direct in Studio. The Never Know Dating Podcast produced by John J. Murray. Associate producers Ross Duncliffe and Gabe McKinney.